straight from the boardroom to the microphone. I'm April Garcia, and this is Pivot Me, easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. helping good people become even better. This is Pivot Me. Today, my guest is Frank Clark, uh, president of Lewis & Clark Inc., serial entrepreneur, amazing coach, and to many, Mr. Orange, if you know him as such. We do as well here. Thank you so much for joining us today and talking through how you're navigating this, how you're taking your business through it, and just provide us some insights for today. Awesome. Well, thank you, April, for having me on your show today. Uh, it's exciting and it's challenging. Let's not, you know, it's a challenging world we're living in, but we're all in the same boat at the same time. So let's hope we're all rowing in the same direction, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's one thing is that, uh, that no, no one person or one business or industry has been singled out. So we're all affected by it and then we can all respond um, together with it. So we can all join arms in this time, which is exactly what we're doing here today. Absolutely. So talk to us about, Frank, talk to us about um, who you are, your business, what you guys do, and, and who you do it for. Sure. Uh, well, I have a couple of businesses. I've, I've been an entrepreneur since I was eight years old, so I've always had something going on. But in my adult life, uh, I buy and sell electronic production equipment. And what that means is I, I get involved with electronic factories, anything from you know Whirlpool to dashboards to missiles for Raytheon to medical products. It doesn't matter. If it's built electronically, anywhere a factory in the world, they're probably a customer of mine. And I buy up all the robotics, the automation, all the testing, cleaning, inspection equipment. I refurbish it and repurpose it somewhere else in the world. Um, I've also had companies that we buy the entire factory. We auction them off. I have a service company that does installations and training and spare parts. So we try to handle all assets of an electronic factory. And we've been doing this for over 30 years. We're kind of uh, very well known in our space. Mm-hmm. On top of that, I also really, truly enjoy, this is one of my passions, is to coach individuals, uh, those that are transitioning, you know, probably at that, well, I call it the midlife opportunity point, right, where they're mm-hmm. maybe lost a job or maybe their significance was based around their family or their children or their, or their position, and now things have transitioned, things have changed, and I'm a really great reboot coach, if you will, help people get back on track, and I love small businesses. I love all aspects of small business marketing, sales, all of it. So I do a lot of business consulting and some public speaking around that as well. Those are my passions. It's interesting helping people navigate through times of transition is what I heard. And, and wow, that is really needed right now. (laughs) Absolutely. I didn't know that there would be a virus that would be added (laughs) to the things that we'd be talking about. Right. (laughs) What the heck, right? Let's just, let's deal with this one though. It's definitely a transition. It's definitely changing where people may find their significance, how they set up their day, how they plan their activities. Um, a whole whole host of things are changing right now. So sure. tell us how you guys are coping right th- right now. Like, what? How is this affected business? Um, how are you guys coping? Well, the, you know, the first thing you have to cope with is uh, people's fear, right? I mean, people tend to go to fear faster than they go to positivity. So, you know, as a business leader you know, addressing that first, customers, vendors, staff, um, you know, deal with what's real mm-hmm. and, and look, at, look at what the situation is today, not tomorrow, not yesterday, but what it is right today. And I would say as a company, we're coping fairly well, mainly because 
because again, we sell to the uh, electronic sector and businesses that you know, are working for the military or medical professions, they have to stay open and we service those companies. So our business has actually been getting very busy over the last couple of months. I would imagine. So, so yeah, so, but it's, it is, it is, it is challenging. It's very dynamic. I mean, depending, we buy and sell equipment all over the world. So, you know, a, a deal I just did in Italy, well, now it's sitting in a container and not going anywhere as the army's not going to let it move. So, you know, you, you have to be able to be flexible and move with the time. Sure. So we're coping. We're coping okay. Actually. Yeah. 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 So is your staff office, um, field, all of the above? I mean, I imagine you've got a, a mix of, of different roles. Yeah, we do. Um, we have a, a service center down in Florida that's got, you know, uh, technicians, engineers. Uh, we also have salespeople and accounting people, HR individuals for our staff up in New England. And um, we do have people that are in the factory. And the people that are have to you know, be sitting next to each other on a day-to-day basis, they're the ones that are most affected and want answers fast. The mm-hmm. rest of the staff, you know, can be working out of their homes, you know, through Zoom meetings like we're having right now. All of our sales meetings are done that way now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so our, we're, we have a mix uh, of different people, and they are all over the country. Sure, sure. Are you, uh, one, one of the things that's come up on some of these interviews is just the transition. If you had staff that was in the office that is not accustomed to working remote, have you guys put anything in place to help them with that transition? Do you have any tools that you could share on, hey, these are some things that we did to help people that are accustomed to all sitting in an office now working remote and, and how to manage, you know, distraction or how to show up most effectively in our roles right now? Well, what's funny is, uh, you know, we, we've been integrating Zoom this tool just as part of our meetings. We have forecast meetings that are done this way. But, you know, we have people that <laughs> they don't want to have their face shown on a screen. They'll sit in a room with you yeah. and put their face on a screen. It's like, oh, they become a different human being. So, <laughs> you know, being flexible, I guess, is, is the tool that we're using. I mean, you know, conference calls that are done to get everybody involved, but mainly through tools like Zoom where you can actually see people and, and touch them. Okay, you know, keep that one of those modalities alive, the visual modality alive with your team. Sure. Yeah, we, we're using this tool quite a bit. Sure. Now, as far as meetings and things like that, so we've heard a mix. Some people are, are still doing their morning huddle at 9 a.m. Some people have just scaled back meetings. Are you guys still, you know, what's the meeting schedule look like? How are you still connected with your team continuously? Is it we're through still- Zoom? Is it through other chats? Yeah, no, it's through Zoom mainly. Okay. Um, obviously, text messaging, WhatsApp, uh, different ways that we can reach out. Email still is a you know great, but it's always targeted at the whole team. You know, I think communication is really really key right now, and whatever methodology you're using, it just making sure that everybody's informed on a regular basis, so they're all you know, like I said, the boat's going in the same direction. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So what are some of the other hurdles that you're facing? And, and if you've already made it over the hurdle, if you could share how you did make it over that hurdle. Well, some of the hurdles that we're dealing with, again, because we're international, is dealing with different cultures and how they're handling the situation. Mm. You know, what tends to happen when panic hits is people start to blame and mm. they start to think that somebody's screwing them or somebody's taking advantage of them. And, and that's not really the case. I mean, we... The people in Italy that have our equipment that can't ship right now, they're not getting paid. They're not mm. working. They're not moving. And I don't think that they sign up every single day and say, how can my life be more miserable than it already is, right? They, they would like to see a situation change too. Yeah. So the way to navigate, honestly, through this stuff is to, is to have an element of grace and forgiveness of yourself and other people and just basically take a, take a step back and be patient. 
You know, patience is going to go a long ways nowadays. You know, we're all in the same boat. We're all delayed. Okay. And, and understanding that, you know, we tend to live in a have it now society and have it now world, instant gratification. Okay. Well, guess what? That's going to be tomorrow or maybe May. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So slow down. Slow yeah. down. I love what you said about navigating this um, with, with some grace. And, um, you know, one of the things that came up on our earlier calls is just that we have to be incredibly uh, compassionate and empathetic during this time because everybody is um, handling this differently. Um, and some people do go to blame and some people go to politics and other people go to, um, I don't know, dancing cat videos. Everybody's got a way to cope, right? <laughs> Armageddon. There's a, yeah. you know, the, the world's ending right now, right? Religion, whatever, whatever it is that makes people feel they can justify their situation because people want to be right. right? Yeah. They want to be, they all, we be heard and they want to be validated. Yeah. And it, it also, in addition to being right, um, some people go to what they know because there's comfort in that. So if you can argue over, say, politics, and but no, by no means do I want to make this a political, but sometimes that's what people know and they're comfortable with. So mm-hmm. if we can go to a safe place and make it about something that we know and understand, it's easier, it's more palatable than uh, something that's big and nebulous and this virus that we can't see or control. I think sometimes people are just going to what they know and then you can kind of fight that enemy that you know on your turf versus fighting this other thing that's a little bit more ambiguous and scary. Yeah, well, well, we'll take them off of that turf, right? Mm-hmm. You know, everybody understands fear. Everybody understands grace. Everybody understands forgiveness. Yes, we all have different opinion on politics, religion, and all that stuff, but we're all pretty common when it comes to vulnerability and fear. Sure. You know, we all have some of that. And I think when you get people change their state, if you will, to, to use some Tonyisms mm-hmm. here, right? We're both mm-hmm. familiar with that that culture. Uh, change somebody's state so that what you know when you're looking at the their physiology and you're looking at their language. How's their self-talk going on? And where are they really focusing on right now? Are they focusing on what's great in their life or are they focusing on a problem that doesn't even really exist at this moment, right? Sure. So, Sure. Can you talk us through, so for, for listeners that aren't familiar, the reference is Tony for Tony Robbins. Um, Frank and I share that world quite a bit. Um, can you talk us through what changing their state looks like, whether that's staff, whether that's your family or your community? Talk us through what that looks like. Sure. In, in that space, um, it's a great question. State management basically has three components to it. One is your physiology, which we all have control over, right? I can smile. I can choose to smile. I can choose mm-hmm. to stand up. Or I can choose to take on a physiology that's indicative of depression and fear. I sure. can be withdrawn, and my body will take on that position. I can also, the second component of state management is language. Mm-hmm. You know, what are we saying to ourselves? You know, in some cases, if we had a roommate to talk to us the way we talk to us, we'd kick them on their ass, right? So, mm-hmm. you, know, you can't live here, okay? So yeah. let's, let's, let's find a better way to say something, right? Let's, if there's a problem, great. The problem is up until now. The problem is right this minute. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, let's be careful what we say and what we project because what we, you know, what you state and what you, what you your physiology, it's contagious. It's very mm-hmm. contagious. And the last component of it is obviously focus. Those three things we have 100% control over. I can focus on what's good or I can focus on what's bad. I can Mm -hmm. say what's good or I can say what's bad. I can sit down or I can stand up. All three things we have massive control over. And that's when you're constantly thinking in terms of how can I manage my state, and especially as a business owner, to take a leadership state. A leadership state is positive. A leadership state is is affirming. Mm -hmm. A leadership state is, let's steer the ship again. Focus, focus, focus here on the positive. Focus, focus, focus on what's good. 
Sure. And stay in that direction. So yeah, we have control over that. And that's what state management really is. Absolutely. And just to tag up on that, Frank, um, a lot of people that aren't as familiar with state management think that, well, I don't feel like doing it. So they don't want to make their body do it. They, they feel like sitting down with shoulder slumped and, and, and they feel small. And mm-hmm. what, what we have to understand is um, get your body to do it and your brain will follow suit. So um, you can look at someone and see that they're feeling down or feeling low or maybe feeling scared. Um, even if you don't feel like it, jump out of your chair, be big, be loud, be bold, make a move that is powerful <laughs> exactly. and it will change the way that you're showing up. It, d- it doesn't matter what you feel like doing, just command your body to do it and your brain gets in line. Not at first, it'll take a second, <laughs> but your brain does get in line. So It'll catch up. It sure does. It sure does. So how are you doing this? Uh, how are you showing up um, in this time as a leader for, again, for staff, um, for relatives, whatever that looks like? And how, how intentional are you about how you're showing up for them? Um, and what does demonstrating leadership like right now look like for you? Well, demonstrating leadership obviously is, is managing your state, right? And, and the first place that you show up especially on a call like this, we're visual, we're auditory, mm-hmm. right? Kinesthetically, I can't touch you, but I can, set, I can have a feeling that the emotes from the conversation, right? It can be positive and uplifting or it can be focused on negativity. You know, as a leader, you constantly have to maintain that. And there's a phrase that I like, and that's always to put some time between stimulus and response. Mm-hmm. Don't overreact right away. When somebody says something to you that's negative, you don't have to answer right away. When somebody says something positive to you, you don't have to answer right away. Okay, take a second Mm-hmm. process and then answer yeah right? don't jump to conclusions don't jump to bandwagon mm-hmm. right a little bit of time between stimulus and response especially in this time yeah there's a long way create create space between stimulus and response well well said real quick i um i just want to pause for a moment so i see that comments are coming in via the cell phone but we're not seeing it through the zoom platform so if we have not acknowledged you or responded my my apologies i'm going to try to move over so that i'm actually seeing facebook and we can see the comments so we'll see how that goes um it's not going to go. So we're just going to have to continue in the way that we're doing it right now, guys. Oh, there we go. There we go. No, we're good. We're good. So thank you everybody for all the comments. (laughs) Thank you for all the comments that we're not acknowledging or responding to. Um, um, If you do have a comment and we haven't responded, please, please, please send us a DM. We're going to, as I mentioned uh, yesterday, as uh, Facebook Live changed their platform. So now we're using Zoom as an integrator, which means we don't always see the comments real time. Um, So it looks like I'm actually seeing a few of them right now. So please continue to comment. Um, so we're pivoting in the moment. Here we go again. Real time. Um, real time pivot. So uh, there was a thing I wanted to touch on, uh, demonstrating leadership. Oh, um, you know, the other thing, we're talking about changing states, but also just changing focus when we're talking about, um, again, to use some common language, managing your um, triad of, of meaning, right? Um, mm-hmm. What we're focused on. So one thing that we found really, really beneficial in our team is that if conversation starts. So we had a meeting yesterday afternoon and naturally it's people from all all around the world that haven't talked for a few days and they get on and they're sharing what's going on now. Well, here's what's going on in my country. Here's what's going on in my state. And I let that go for for a little bit, right? And then I needed to wrangle it in and point it in the right direction. And a really simple, simple way to do that. So whether this is if you're a leader managing a team or you're managing your family or your community is you know, people have to, to, to air a little, they have to let off a little steam and I get that. Right. Um, but then ask them about what's going right. Like mm-hmm. talk, talk to me about what's working. Talk to me about the opportunities. So I redirected the call. Okay, everybody, we're going to share a win. 
or we're going to share an opportunity that exists now that didn't exist two weeks ago. And right. just that simple question completely changes the focus because again, everybody's looking at the doors that are closed. Oh, I can't go to my orange theory class or my kid can't go to soccer class or we can't have our morning huddles at the factory. Uh, those are all true statements, but we have to keep retraining our brain to be looking for all the, the, the windows that now have opened, whether exactly. it's obvious and, or we have to pry them open. Some of them we have to pry open, but I'm seeing people real-time pivot, um, um, pivot their business um, and how they're approaching life. I mean, instantaneously. There are gifts right. that are coming out of this time, not to diminish the challenge that exists. It's very real, but there are gifts in our business and our personal life if we choose to focus on them. Um, exactly. and, and it is a choice, guys. It is a choice. So, um, so let's see. What opportunities are you seeing? You, you mentioned about medical supplies. Have you seen an uptick in business because of this? Or I imagine it's going to be streaming here shortly well, to you. We've been, we've been very busy. Um, companies that manufacture me medical products, obviously the military as well, they're not closing. And mm. a lot of companies, especially the Asian market, are starting to come back. They, mm. You've got to understand that they had a two-month jump on us. Mm -hmm. Right, so how we're reacting is a little bit later than they are, and you know I've heard the factories are up and running in China again, in Singapore they're almost business as usual to some degree. Right, Thailand is is starting to move forward a lot faster. Even these are the stories I'm hearing. Japan is pretty much open right now, so you know the international markets are starting to starting to become more open. And yeah, we're going to have to ride this through. We're going to have to, we're, we're late to the game, we're late to the party, right? Mm -hmm. And as a nation that, I, unfortunately, I had to say this, but as a nation that's fairly litigious, you know, we're also come, a, a nation that tends to be a lot more cautious and a lot more guarded uh, for that reason. And, that, and that, that slows down progress. You know, that slows down the opportunities to make things happen fast, sure. I think, right? Yeah, absolutely. But it, you're, t sorry, April. Go no, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, opportunities... I mean, right now, there's an amazing amount of opportunities. Um, when you're slow, right? I, I think if you sat down with everybody in your company and, and said, okay, I have listened to this excuse for a million years, and that is I don't have enough time. Okay? So I don't have enough time to fill in the blanks. I don't have enough time to learn how to cook. I don't have enough time to go to the gym. I don't have enough time to spend time with my kids. I don't have enough time to go on vacation. I don't. Pick the million reasons and, and write them all down. Okay, and in your business, what do, you, what, have, what do you now have time to do? Well, guess what you have time to do? Mm -hmm. Everybody loves a handwritten note, mm. right? Why don't you sit down and write out thank you cards to every one of your customers and mail them. Take a week and just sit down and write something beautiful. Why don't you change your website so that you put a little video on there and you tell your staff why they're important and why you care. Why don't you tell your customers why they're important and why you're there with them, right? Why, is, why it matters. Why don't you take the time to do the things that you say you don't have time for, right? Wow. These are great opportunities to listen and to be empathetic and to be grateful and to put into place things that demonstrate gratitude. Yeah. That you've always put off. Yeah. Right? That's a really good point.
Really good point. I love the handwritten message in the video to the staff as well. Um, that's, that's so critical. And you know, the, the interesting thing is one thing that connects us all is that everyone's going through this. And so I think the humanness of it all, um, that's a real blessing. I think we're going to get out of this. I mentioned uh, yesterday that we're so accustomed to seeing people's highlight reel. Um, and now we're seeing everyone's messy backstory. And that's okay because it yeah. just reminds us of our commonalities. It's easy to focus on what, how we are different. But as you mentioned earlier, um, we're very, very, very similar. We've, we've got little idiosyncrasies. Um, but they're not nearly as dramatic as we think they are, or like to think they are. Um, right. We still experience you know, fear and vulnerability in the same ways, and lots of people have experienced that. So it we're connects not as, us as humans. We're not as significant as we think we really <laughs> That's are. That's true. That's true. Right? right? Very true. So uh, talk to me about um, some of the resources that you could share. Um, and again, they can be business. Maybe it's software you're using. It could be personal that you're using Insight Timer app at night for meditation. Anything, anything that's helping you manage this well? Well, you know, I think we talked about this yesterday on the phone. Um, one of the, the resources that I find are right under your nose. Every company has systems in place, right? Or they have an idea of a system that they want to put in place. and the system is only as good as the people that use it, right? So in, in our company, we have an inventory control system. And you know what? It sucks. So, <laughs> so now's the time to sit down and revamp our inventory control system. You know, there's people that have CRM. They're, they're, con they're, they're database management tools, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Well, are you updating that? Are you putting all the connections that you have? In there? Is it now the time to update maybe your, your database with, hey, by the way, uh, Johnny Joe over here is married to Sally Sue and they have a dog and they have three kids and they, you know, they like to vacation in Aspen and, you know, all the little personal notes that, that connect you with that, give you that bonding and rapport, you have mm -hmm. systems in place, you have accounting systems in place, you probably have HR systems in place, you have a marketing system in place, you have a sales process in place, you have tools in your own company, you don't have to look outside for the next magic wand, okay, take and, and, and develop or get friendly with the mm -hmm. systems you already have in place. It makes them so efficient and make them so user-friendly that you just can't wait for things to start getting active again because now you're ready. Wow. Right? Yeah. There's so many leaders that do not want to uh, go into the inventory systems or the CRM, right? That's, that's yeah. the badlands, right? It's a good time to take a look at that. Exactly. Learn it. Learn the CRM, right? So many people don't even, they don't even know how to use it. Well, they don't, yeah. and if you don't know how to use it or if they're afraid of it, then they're going to avoid it, right? Absolutely. So, you know, make people comfortable to take one at a time. Say, okay, guys, what we're going to do today is, guess what? We're going to count stuff, but we're going to do it a fun way. <laughs> right? Absolutely. We're going to show you how to do it. Absolutely. So, yeah, I don't think we need more tools. I think we just need to pay attention to the ones we have. Sure. <laughs> right? That's a good point. Is there, is there any habits that you've established this time? Or rather, maybe you had a host of habits that you were doing before and they're still non-negotiables now, whether that's a morning routine, working out, what, what, what habits are helping with this time? Well, yeah, I, I, I like to work out, um, but I like to be in a gym. I like to box and I like to lift weights and all that stuff, right? So now that's changed. Um, so, but I think the habits that you have, if you have a habit of meditation or if you have a habit of exercise, I mean, there's plenty of videos online. You can certainly mm -hmm. change your workout out. Go outside and jump some rope for a little while. Do some jumping jacks. Just get your body moving, right? Because motion creates emotion. Mm -hmm. And... Whatever habits you talk, have, this talk on that real quick, Frank. Um, that motion creates emotion. Yeah, yeah. Explain that to the listeners. Yeah, when you're moving your body, okay, you're creating endorphins and dopamine in your system, right? When you're stagnant, you create cortisol. Cortisol is a stress agent, and 
you know, a body in motion creates energy. And that energy, you know, basically it gets your metabolism going so your digestive system is better because let's face it, if we're going to be stuck in the house, guess what? The Oreos are going to start looking pretty good. And so are the Doritos. Yeah, they are. <laughs> right? They looked good all before that, I ate them. All that yeah. stuff you didn't want to eat before, oh, guess what? That's a staple of life now. I can't get to Publix. I can't go to the grocery store. <laughs> so you got to maybe overdo a little bit of the exercising and moving your body. Mm-hmm. Right? So if that's a habit that you have, like a habit maybe, you know, you didn't, you, fasting. How about if you just don't eat for for a while, right? What if you try that on for a little while? Yeah. Well, you try drinking more water. Well, you try meditating, like you said, right? Maybe there's there's plenty of apps out there to do that. I like the one that's called Breathe. You can put that one on your phone. B i e e t h e. It's a beautiful meditation, guided meditation app. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. You know, certain habits that you have. Yeah. If they were outside, like orange theory or whatever, you're gonna have to compromise. And so find it. Find a fun way to do it. Yeah. You know, Find, okay. a, find a different athletic event that you do. Instead of lifting, lift your furniture. Clean your house. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Right. And again, what are we doing other than stop looking at the door that closed and finding all the windows, right? Um, that's, yeah. that's exactly right. Um, so is there any things that you're staying away from right now? And so to give context, some of the things that have come up on um, these these interviews were, okay, I'm, I'm limiting the amount of time that I'll look at the news or I'm limiting yeah. the amount of time I'll look at my social feed or just uh, really trying to control how much energy they're going to because we're focus goes, energy flows as well. So if we're only focused on this one thing, we're sending all our energy to that and it right. makes it hard to get anything else done. So is there anything you're staying away from right now? Well, you, you pretty much said it. I, I'm, not, I'm not as glued to the news. I like to get my 10 minutes of CNN and 10 minutes of Fox. Give me, give me both perspectives on the world right now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I'm good. So I have both sides of the coin. Um, I obviously like to stay in touch with other leaders that are in my industry that are in different parts of the world. Because mm-hmm. if, they're seeing, if they're seeing relief, that's a message I want to make sure that my team knows about. If there's, mm-hmm. if there's anything that's positive that's happening somewhere else, mm-hmm. then there's hope here sure. in the States, right? So passing on hope. And I, with the things I'm staying away from is negativity. I don't really want to hear it. I, I, I believe in the serenity prayer. Mm-hmm. The serenity prayer is, you know, God, give me the strength to, you know, manage the things that I can and, and the courage, the wisdom to know the difference, right, uh, of the things that I can't. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not saying it exactly right, but I'm saying it every day. Of course, now I'm on the spot. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, here we go. God give me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. The wisdom to change the things. The courage, I, to, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. You got it. You nailed Boom. it. Boom. You nailed it. There we go. All right. Well, and keeping in in mind the things that you do have control over, exactly what, you know, the things that you do have control over, manage those. Um, Sending all your energy to things that you can't influence, um, you know, you're you're kind of chasing time. Yeah, it's a waste of time. But instead, putting your focus on the things that you can influence, the things you can change. You can get real familiar with your CRM right now. I know you don't want to, but you can. Or, yeah. or handwritten notes. Or this is a great time to take up an online training. We have um, Insanity and P90X and all the things that we did before. Well, yeah. those all got dusted off because nobody's going to the gym right now. There, there are lots of opportunities that that exists right now. And um, I, think it's, I think it's good to limit, okay, this is how much of the news or the media that I'm taking in. And then after that, I'm going to focus on um, what I can control. And when people are kind of going down that trail, remind them of what can you control? 
Let's focus right. on the things that we actively can control. It, it's okay to air some concerns, but you need to limit it. Um, kind of like the concept of 90 seconds of suffering, right? Like limit how much time you're going to say, okay, I'm going to be worried for this amount of time and then right. I'm going to do my best. And this is an exercise. This doesn't happen the first time. It may not happen the second time, but I'm going to do my best to change my mindset and not focus on that. And that's a struggle right now, but it's mm -hmm. absolutely possible. And I've seen, I had a call this morning at 5.30 with a, a group that I work with every Wednesday morning and we open with a word. So I, I open all my meetings, all my mastermind calls with um, one word open, and then I close it one word close. And wouldn't you know it of the six people calling in from all over, I'll tell you, I, I have it right here because it was a call this morning. I had two bless, I had two gratefuls, I had a pumped up. This is how they started a 5.30 a.m. call in times like this. And yeah. I just had to stop the call and I said, you guys are, are not the norm. I, in fact, I called them unicorns. Um, I, I acknowledge that the way they were managing their mindset through this is amazing. But here's the thing. Um, I know you and I both value uh, personal development a lot. And we, we, again, run in the same circles. These people that I'm working with, they've spent a significant amount of time dropping tools in their tool belt mm -hmm. um, to manage situations like this. So no, no one could have predicted exactly the scenario. But whether it's this or the housing crisis or a, a job loss or a business closure, um, all these things evoke similar responses in us, right? Fear and sure. uncertainty and all these things and, and blame. Blame definitely right shotgun to all of these things when we feel overexposed and vulnerable. And yet, that's how these people were navigating. These are people that I work with um, a lot. And here they are navigating this very well. That doesn't mean they don't have fears. But I loved hearing what their opening words were. And then when we closed after the hour call, it was very similar. It was, you know, super excited. There was excitement. There was a lot of gratitude, um, yeah. ready to begin, ready to inspire, all these just really motivational things. And I'm like, go out there and, and influence people because we are all influencers. Don't, we can't kid ourselves that we're not influencing. We're influencing people. So whether we're the leaders in our organization or in our community, we're influencing people. And let's be really intentional about the, the influence that we, we, um, we're doing right now. Right. And you're in a very influential person, April, you know, you, you like attracts like, right? So you put a lot of positive energy out in the world. I'm not surprised that the six people that showed up at your call were all very energetic and pumped up and gratitude and grateful and jazz. Yeah. You know, yeah. you are the company that of the energy you put out there. So Thank yeah. you, Frank. And likewise, <laughs> and likewise, you do the same thing. I see that you're very intentional about, about your content and the way that you show up. Um, and I'll never forget, I, I watched Frank um, be Mr. Orange at Date with Destiny <laughs> in Fort Lauderdale. I'll never forget. It was fantastic. And I'm like, this is a guy I need to know. And, and lo and behold, look how it all shook out. So I'm glad that it worked out. So likewise. talk to us about a, a, couple, a couple other things. So what, let's see, we had a couple of things. Um, you mentioned about, hey, some of the markets in Asia are already opening up and I'm, I'm connected, obviously run a global organization. Um, things have already turned around in, in some places. And again, I, I just want to give pause real quick and say not to diminish what's happening now. We still need to follow guidelines and, and listen to trusted experts um, exactly. on what needs to happen. But I think it's really important to, to help people understand this is a chapter in our book. This isn't the book. Right. So we're in a season and it's a tough season for many, but mm -hmm. you know, is there anything that you're doing to help people kind of, whether that's strategic visualization, um, to help people understand that this is a season and this is what it's going to look like afterwards. Like this, this too shall pass and things will be different, but the different isn't always bad. 
you know, we're asking people to take this and say, okay, there are seasons, right? Like you mentioned, right? And this is a winter of some sort. <clears throat> this is an extended winter, okay? The, the groundhog did not do his job properly. Okay? <laughs> Damn groundhog. <laughs> the, a gopher, rather, right? So the gopher that's just nine more months of winter. Okay, so we're having a few more months of winter here. Sure. And, and, and again, you know, you can either say, oh, it's too cold to go outside. You can say, hey, it's, it's snowing. Let's strap on the skis and go have a good time, right? Mm. There's always two ways to look at a winter. You know, winters are a time when people tend to be scared and they hold on to their cash or it's a time to invest. There are great opportunities out there. If markets start to crash, that's the time to buy. Mm -hmm. right? there's, there's, there's times that you want to take advantage of situations that appear to be very negative. Mm -hmm. um, you know, our company, and I ripped this off from another guy who gave me permission to do it, but our, our mission statement in our company is very simple. It's do your best, do the right thing, and show other people that you care. That's it. It's pretty simple, right? So every day, you know, a reminder of that is our mission statement. How can we show somebody else that we care? How can we do the right thing right in this position right now? Okay. How mm -hmm. can we do our absolute best? Well, if you're following those guidelines, the answers come to you pretty quick. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, that's, that's our, it's bringing people back to the focus of what's important and not necessarily having, again, to create a lot of new things, but to bring people back to the basics, you know, it's kind of like, you know, teaching somebody how to lose weight. Well, you know, it's called two fingers, push away from the refrigerator, <laughs> <laughs> eat less, exercise more. Pretty simple, right? <laughs> we get, I could sell you this great system, but getting back to just simple, simple, simple plans, right? Mm. Be grateful. Imagine tomorrow if you woke up with only the things that you're grateful for today. Right. Answer that question. So mm -hmm. if I wasn't grateful for my eyes, wasn't grateful for my hearing, wasn't grateful for my kids, wasn't grateful for the fact that I live in this country, wasn't grateful for my freedoms, I wouldn't have them. Well, it's easy to find things you can be grateful for when you have that kind of mindset. So <clears throat> get back to some of that simplicity. And this is a great time also, I think, to listen, to shut up and just listen. Be quiet. Mm -hmm. Let other people, let your staff create the results that you're talking about. Right. Let them participate in the solution and listen, yeah. you know, be empathetic, listen, allow their vulnerabilities to be heard, mm -hmm. but don't let it become, you know, a, a crying fest and don't let it become a pity party. All right. Great. This is, this is the, the situation I identify. I acknowledge the situation. Now what are three solutions to that problem? Right. What yeah. are three ways we can turn this into a positive? Yeah. How can we manifest something great that none of our competitors are doing even? How can we have a competitive advantage right now? How can we, Maybe focus more on the on social media. How can we focus more on that that client appreciation moment, right? How can mm -hmm. we how can we take time just to pick up the phone and call? But how's your business doing? Not not trying to sell anything. How is your business doing? Mm -hmm. What what's going on in your world? How can we support what you have going on right now? Great. People love that conversation. They would love yeah. to hear instead of being sold or freaking out or you know how can I help? Yeah. Yeah, a wise person recently told me um, that uh, that's when relationships are really forged in times of celebration and times of sorrow. Um, and for some people, they are experiencing sorrow. And so us showing up and, and standing witness to their business, to their lives, um, and just listening really makes the difference. Because so, so, you know, lots of, some people are navigating this very well. You know, we, we're talking about it. Your mindset's obviously really, really dialed in and you're navigating it well, but those around you may not be. And so you don't know when that phone call is just perfectly timed that, man, I really uh -huh. needed that. And yesterday I, um, I took, so I've, I've two young kids at home. Um, 
we'll say in captive and captivity right now. And uh, so my six and nine year old were a little antsy in the afternoon. Um, so I said, we're going on an adventure, which I start lots of sentences like that with them. And so we threw him in the car and I had a bag of chalk and we went around, but I said, we had to do it that nobody saw us. So to keep them from wanting to go ring the doorbell. And we went around to all their neighborhood kids that were friends of theirs and wrote on the sidewalk, wrote messages to them. Oh, and beautiful. it was just, a, you know, I've seen people writing on sidewalk. I saw a couple of posts <clears> on that and I thought we're going to do it to all our friends. We're going to, we're going to tag them. Um, which I learned did not translate well for my friend that was Polish. <laughs> She's like, wait, I'm, I'm sorry. What does this mean? What did you do to my house? Um, no, no, we just wrote with sidewalk talk. It washes off. Um, but just doing that simple thing, it, it was simple. We just, we did it for fun and we did it because, you know, I explained to the girls that um, this, is a, this is a way for us to help other people and invest and it makes us feel good, but it makes them feel good when, when they get to run out of the house and see that you know, we love you. We miss you. You know, we drew flowers on some of the houses and stuff like that. And it's just such a simple thing, but, um, you never know who might really have needed that message right now, who might really go, gosh, I just give, give me a sign to get through this. And they walk out and they see that flowers have been drawn on the outside of the house. right? Right. Um, just showing up like that. That's, uh, that's really good. And you were talking about um, that it rained last night. So I hope the kids saw it before it rained because that may have not worked out the way I well, they get They get a chance to do it again. There you go. Yeah, that's a good point. That's <laughs> right. good. There you go. There you go. Yeah. You know, you mentioned a lot about gratitude. Um, can you talk to us about, um, again, for the listeners that maybe aren't as familiar with uh, the strong gratitude practice, the idea of how gratitude and fear typically can't exist in the same place in the same time. That gratitude is often the, the antidote for fear. Are you using it in that way? And can you give a little context to that? I don't think we focus on saying gratitude is the cure for fear. I just, I, I just know that by doing it, it's kind of like saying, you know, exercise is the cure for cortisol or cure for cancer, or, you know, a cure for depression. Sure. <clears throat> it's, it's focus on, on doing that. You know, I, I coach a lot of people. That's part of my businesses. And I always ask people to start a gratitude journal and every day before they go to bed to write the 10 things that they're most grateful for and start their morning off exactly the same way. And there are people that are like, oh, I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything at all. Well, you know, do you have a roof over your head? Yeah. Do you have a bed you're laying in? Yeah. Do you have your fingers to write it? Yep. Do you have eyes? Can you write? Can you read? Yep. Okay. There's five right there. All right. You know, and sometimes people are like, oh my God, I just don't want to put that pillow over her head tonight or have somebody show me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm grateful I did not. I'm grateful. I'm I'm grateful I didn't commit a crime today. (laughs) (laughs) It's a win. It's still a win. (laughs) It's a win. We'll take it. Right. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, you actually force people to write something down. Okay. Mm -hmm. Make it a part of your day. Uh, make gratitude a, a task. You have to mm-hmm. check the box. I didn't do it. I think you go back and do it now, right? Make yeah. get, get it done. But you're right. It, you can't. They cannot live in the exact same place. Fear mm-hmm. and gratitude cannot. Depression and, and gratitude can't necessarily live in the same place, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you find yourself being depressed, you find yourself, you know, in a negative tailspin. Add the words up until now. I have a, I have a similar, uh, yeah, until now, that's the thing. I have a similar approach. Love it. Yeah. Up until, or or if you're making a global statement, like all people are this, all women and all guys, you know, add the statement, unless I'm wrong. Unless I'm wrong. I haven't heard that one. That's good, Frank. Unless Unless they're not, you know. Oh, that's good. 
Global, I got to write that down. Yeah, so we use until now a lot whenever someone has a limiting belief and they say something. Um, it came up on one of our calls like, oh, well, in typical me fashion, I such and such. And, and we we all jumped in and said, until now, because uh, yeah. you can change that. That's a decision. So, um, and I, you know, earlier you said, uh, how can, from a business perspective, how can we have a competitive advantage now? Man, that is gold. Because what you've done is obviously asked and open up a new question um, that gets the wheels turning. Because again, we, we're, we're shutting a lot of things right now off in our mind and looking at things that maybe are more challenging. But when you ask a question like, how can we have a competitive advantage right now? Man, it's just the ideas start really moving. Um, we came up with that on our team. So we were launching a digital course on um, time management and productivity. And we put the brakes on it. We were releasing at a big event in San Jose that was recently canceled. And we kind of sat there for a second, kind of shaking our heads. Oh man, that's this, we're going to have to put this on hold. And then my team looked and said, wait a second, we were releasing a digital course on time management and productivity. It's, an incre- it's, it's more, it's more um, needed now than ever because people are sitting at home having to manage all the distractions that are sitting at home and uh, they're struggling with productivity. So just reframing it of, well, the competitive advantage is, not, not a lot of people are releasing this and there's a huge need. <laughs> right. I said, you know, you guys might be onto something. I might have to listen to you guys. I think they're, uh, well, they're brilliant and wonderful and they're right. And um, we're going to take a look at that, but just ask that question. Sure. What is our competitive advantage right now? What could we do that our competitors are not doing right now? Because there are still people that are still, you know, they're, they're still focused on, on, on the changes and not pivoting. So if you can pivot quickly, there's going to be an advantage to that. Absolutely. Uh, and there's always something, there's some little tiny, it doesn't, uh, you know, two millimeter shift, right? One mm-hmm. degree change, right? That whole 212 mm-hmm. theory, right? That 211 degrees, water is hot. 212, it boils. Yeah. Right? One degree creates steam. Mm-hmm. Steam moves a locomotive, hot water does not. What's mm-hmm. the one degree shift in your entire business? What's the one degree shift in your life? What's the one degree shift in your attitude? Yeah, that absolutely. That makes the hugest difference over a period of time. And it might be just shifting your business so that it functions well remotely virtually. And maybe it's getting on Zoom calls quicker. Maybe it's utilizing Slack or Asana or Teamworks or some tool that makes you able to be up and running virtually very, very quick. Maybe it's putting some kind of plan in place to support, um, you know, uh, there's a group that I'm a part of um, that, uh, you know, they're really struggling from a tech perspective, having, having kids at home. And there's kids coming in the background of the calls. Hey, that's just real life right now. You know, right. thinking about how do you help your employees address that and like, hey, it, it is and it's a little messy and that's okay. But, but thinking ahead, thinking quick and responding quick while everybody else is a little slow to respond will serve you well. Because, you know, I mentioned this the other day, this is a time where, where some people will step down, but lots of other people will step up. And be right. the person that steps up during this time. It will serve you from a professional standpoint, but a personal standpoint. This is when um, leadership is really demonstrated, and this is the time to do it. Exactly. You know, there's a Clint Black song. It says uh, it's called "Halfway Up," and mm. part of the lyrics in the song is, "One man's halfway up is another man's halfway down." And you know, it puts it puts things in perspective as to where you're really at. Right? You think you're struggling? Well, where you're your struggle might be somebody's life life's dream mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know to live where you live or to have what you have or to to even be able to to be in the same city as you or drive the same car as you are you know your, your struggles are somebody's goals at some level wow. right that's beautifully said so. yeah in our our mastermind there's a phrase that we say a lot which is um what's in your rear view mirror is on someone else's vision board 
Exactly. And so we got to exactly. appreciate those things. And again, comes back to gratitude again. Absolutely. 100%. So if there was one thing that you, um, you know, I want to open this up for questions, guys, but I, I don't know that we're seeing it all. We're seeing, we're seeing cheers. We see email, call, text. We've seen Victor, love you, baby. You're out there <laughs> commenting, love it. I see Mark on there. I saw Ben. Um, I've seen quite a few people um, cheering us on. Again, if you have questions and we can't actually see them real time, please send them to us separately. But um, Frank, if there was a, a, you've already given us a wealth of uh, amazing advice and insight, and I really appreciate this. Um, Something that you'd want to want to tell people, words of encouragement, words of hope, um, kind of leave us with a parting message and then we'll, we'll have just one follow-up question after that. Yeah, I think the one thing that people can do really is to look at the people that are really struggling here, okay? You know, April, you and I have an advantage that we can make our, our incomes online. We, we coach people, right? We, we have a, a distinct advantage to be able to do that, but not everybody else does. There are people in the service industry that are losing their jobs. There are arenas full of, of people that serve concessions, you know, that, that are like nail technicians, massage people, people that run, you know, work at a gym. Mm-hmm. You know, for those who have any level of affluence, and we all have some level of affluence, okay? We all do on this mm-hmm. planet. Reach out to the people that don't that are really struggling and over tip them you know be extra nice to them right now um i can get choked up on this because it's so it's so important to me you know mm-hmm. but but be that leadership you know if you're in starbucks okay or you're in a line someplace pay it forward pay for the guy behind you right and mm-hmm. just tell people to pay it forward do something that's above and beyond what you normally would do to so pizza to the people in the world that really need it and you know who they are you know who they are so yeah. reach out to them and say, what can I do to help your life be better today? And, yeah. and, and, and pay it forward. Always keep paying it forward. Keep thinking about what you can do to somebody else that's a little less fortunate than you are. That's the one piece of advice I could see. Because if everybody did that, right, one person, you help one other person, they help one other person. You know, we're all still going to be in this pandemic, but you can at least smile through it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. amazing. No, that's, that's absolutely right. Um, and just hearing that, no doubt that the people that are hearing this, it will inspire them and inspire them to action. We, we talk a lot about the, on the podcast that we can't just be consumers of content, right? We actually have to execute on the content. We actually have to, to turn this off and say, now, what am I going to do right now? And so right. what Frank just shared, that's what you can do right now. So you can pour into someone else right now. It can be one person, it could be five people, but there are people that you're seeing right now, um, well, seeing, hearing from that you can think of right now that, that need you. They need the, the greatness within you. They need you to show up for them. And whether that's over tipping, whether that's a kind word, just saying, hey, how are you doing? And actually stopping to listen. Um, Chris Hogan talks about this concept of drive-by leadership. Like don't do drive-by leadership where you're like, hey, how are you? And you don't, yeah, you, know, you, don't, you don't yeah. actually stop to listen to what your staff says. Um, let's not do drive-by humanity right now. Like let's yeah. actually ask and say, how are you? You know, what can I help with? Is there something that I can do to help you through this time? Um, and then listen. And, and sometimes it's just listening. That's what people sometimes need that's most. All it takes. That's all it takes. Just listen, you know, have an empathetic ear and, and just be there for somebody. You yeah, know? absolutely. Social distance though, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so um, my interview yesterday, Mike Forrester said a great line. He said, he said, I don't, I don't think we should be calling this social distancing. He said, it's physical distancing. He said, yes. but, but this is the time to be social. Great, I thought, great, oh, great point. Great yeah. point. 
Yeah, yeah. Nice. Shout out to Mike Forrester. Um, <laughs> so Frank, how, how can we, you know, you've invested in us today. You've shared um, time. No doubt you've got a lot of things going on right now and really appreciate that. How do we, how do we invest in you? How do we support either you and your business during this time? Well, you know, you can support my business by paying it forward. Okay. Mm -hmm. I I feel great when, and I feel that I, you know, my purpose on the planet here is to inspire and lead. And if people got anything from our call today and they took it into their own heart and they did something about it, then great. That's payment. If you want to reach out to me, uh, my coaching business is themrorange.com. You can reach me at frank at themrorange.com. And my electronics company is uh, Lewis and Clark. (laughs) <laughs> named after the founders. <laughs> My last name is Clark. My partner was named Lewis. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, so and our website is uh, com. So you can hit us up either way and, or you just private message me, uh, you know, um, or through you, April. And I'd be glad to answer your questions. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Frank. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. All right. We'll have you on in other times too and we'll actually talk more strategy. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at TheAprilGarcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors, and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.